Today's daf is daf Samachay. We are going to begin four lines down from the top of Samachay. I'm at Aleph. Gufa. This itself was mentioned earlier. Amarav Karen Ke'ain Shaganam. Is that when a Ganav has to pay the principal portion, the compensatory portion, that is assessed based on its value at the time of the, the theft. Tashlume Kefal, Tashlume Arva Chamisha, Keshaz Hamod Badin. However, the punitive, the penalty portion, that is based on the assessment of the item at the time when they come to Beisdin. There is discussion here in the Rishonim, it does touch on the upcoming sugyas, but I just want to point it out, that uh, there are some, I think the Rosh man- maintains that by, by Shechita, Shasamara Bedin is Lav Davka. When you Shecht it, it's the time of the Shechita. It's not that at the time you get to base, at the time you get to base in, this carcass is not worth anything near what it originally was worth. So it just means at the time of, right before you shecht it. Another way you could learn it, which they say maybe the Rambam is learning, meaning at Shasam Modabedin, they calculate what it would have been worth today had it not been slaughtered. That could be another way of understanding Shasam Modabedin. We'll see. It really does base, it is tie into the upcoming sugya. But anyway, that was Rob's uh, novelty. Rob makes a distinction between the compensatory portion, which is at the time of the theft, and the punitive, the penalty portion, the kefal, the dalad vehei, which is at a later time, it's assessed at the time of Hamad din. So what is says, my time with the Rav, means how does Rav know to make such a distinction? What is the svara to be mechalik? See, also the Achronim asked, what is the question actually? Like, what misfara should it have been? Should it have been misfara Ashas Amoradin? Should it have been Mishas Gneva? Some want to say that the question really is, how does he know, because misfara should be Gneshas of the Gneva. So what, where does he see that it's only the Karen for the, rather, for the, for the Gneva, but yet the, uh, the punitive portion of it is pushed to a later date? Samora says, Amakra, that uh, Rav based it on the Pasuk we had yesterday, there were two terms that were left unexplained, even when we went with the Reboi Mute Reboi method, the words Geneva, Imimotei Timotei Biyodah HaGeneva, Chaim Shnaim Yeshalem, so the word Chaim and Geneva were left unaccounted, uh, unaccounted for. And those two words is what Rav Darshan. Now, how did he Darshan it? So the Chayra, Amayka Amarachmona Chaim Begneva. Why is the Torah, clearly by not giving us another way of explaining what those two words are doing there, it is it's using the word Chaim associated with the Gneva to teach me Achye Lekeren Ke'en Shaganov. That Achye Lekeren, you have to make alive, make it alive like it was when you first took it, at the time when you took it, that's what you have to reinstate. That's what you have to pay back. Now, it's still difficult. How do you see that that only applies to the Karen? Assuming you say that Karen, uh, that Achille Karen means make it alive like it was at the time of the Gneva. So the shot I think you have to say is, because if Misvara, the default, would have been Ke'en Shaganov, so what's the Drusha telling you? The Drush is not telling you any more than the Drush is saying it's 
Yes, it can, only the Karen. I mean, it's, it's, it's Dafka the Karen Kain Shaganov, and, uh, and not the, the Kefal of the Dalad Vehei. That's, I think, the way you have to explain the Drosha. I mean, if we learn, like, there's a Mephorshim that say the default would have been Kain Shaganov. So the Kedish is, why need the Drosha? For Gresh is Dafka the Karen Kain Shaganov, but not the, the Kefal or the Dalad Vehei. Okay, it needs to do some work to figure out more in, in terms of the Eum, but let, that, that's the Drosha. So, I'm a Rav Sheshis. We have a couple of very, very stark, stark Lashinas today on it. Uh, I guess a whole new shmoo, a different Shmooz on how they spoke about to each other this way. So, I'm Rav Sheshis. I mean, um, I, I think, Kinayim Veshachiv Rav Amalashmaita. He must have been falling asleep when he said this, 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 this teaching. Makes no sense whatsoever. Why? Because it conflicts a Beferish Abrice with a Beferish Abrice. What does the Brice say? Khusha, I'm going to learn this again like Rashi seems to learn. Khusha, the animal was a weaker animal. The Hishmina, and the Ghana fattened it up. Right? He gave it a lot of food, put invested money into it, and now it is a fat animal. And then he is caught. Mishalem Tashlume Kevrashlume Arvachamisha Ke'ain Sheganav. The talad the 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 dal the dal are assessed based on when it was a chusha, not based on when it's shmein. It means kein sheganav and not b'shasam modabedin. So says Rav Sheshu that clearly conflicts and right. contradicts what Rav said because Rav said when it comes to the kevul dal vehei. Now Gemara now is making the assumption, at least Rav Sheshu's is that when Rav says that kevul and dal and, and dal vehei is always changed, it makes no difference as to what caused the change within the animal to get to that point. So here you have a case where there's a change in the animal, it was skinny, now it's fat, and you see the kevul dal vehei, in addition to the keren, is being paid b'shasak zeilo. So Amri, the Bnei Yeshiva said, no, Rab never meant it in that case. That's not a kasha. The bride's not a contradiction. Their Ganav has a right to say, listen, I fattened it up and now you're going to collect on what I fattened it up on. That you cannot go ahead and do. And therefore, therefore, in that case, Rab did not say that you would be paying the cable of hey, where you are directly, there's two ways to say this in the Mephorshim. Whether since I was the one who must be it, I should not be penalized in what I must be or number one, or number two, I didn't steal that. I only got to pay careful in what I stole, but I shouldn't have to pay careful on what I didn't steal. Two different ways as far as in, in, in saying the Mephorshim. Now, it's very interesting to note that most Rishonim hold, this is a critical point, we're only dealing here with the animal is no longer intact. Because everyone would hold that if the animal is still intact, you've got to give it back. Even if it's fattened. Even if it's fattened, you've got to give it back. You have a right to your animal back if it has not... If, if, if you got, obviously, you can't say, okay, I slaughtered and I'll take it back. But, or it's got, or, so, I mean, we're talking about over here, in terms of compensation, how do you calculate the compensation where the item is no longer intact? That's going to be a key point coming up on the Ahmed Bays as well. So, therefore, so what basically, we started off with an assumption that Rav makes no difference. No matter what the change is, you always pay for the Karen Kain Shaganab, Tashlim Kevil Dalvehe, 
Shas Amorad Vidin. We see that's not true. There is exceptions. If you, the Ganav, were Mashbiach, the animal yourself, then you don't have to pay Kefal or Dawid Vehei on Kishas. You'll take a shas agneva. Okay, next. Toshima, come and listen. The opposite case. Shmeina vekhisha. So Raja says you abused the animal. You took a gazunta shmeina animal and you beat it, you starved it, and now this animal is khusha. Okay? Meshalim tashlume kev, tashlume arva chamisha, ke'ain shagonav. See, here too, it says, what do you have to do? That, uh, so, the Karen, for sure, you're gonna have to pay for the Shmeina. But even the Kepal and the you're also paying for a Shmeina. So again, the Gemara's question is, that Lechorah Rav said, the Kepal and the Al-Vehei, Bedin, and here we see Kepal and the Al-Vehei, is, uh, is, is, is Kishas Agneva. So Gemara answers, let me question what this answer actually means. It says, Hasam Nami, there too, we can answer that Rav will agree. Rav was not talking about where you caused the demise of the value, the depreciation of the value of the animal, because Mishum Damrin and Lay, Malikat Lakula, Malikat Lapalga. Now let me tell you what Rashi's words over here are. I'll tell you what some of Tosa's problems are, and then maybe we'll suggest what Tosa says, and some say that's actually what Rashi means as well. But Raji says over here, Raji says is that when you pay Kishasa Mada Bedin, what that means, again, this is, uh, what it means is that you're paying for, if you understand like the words, like when you slaughtered it. You're paying for it when you slaughtered it. But if you start beating and weakening the animal, that's considered to be the beginning of the slaughtering of the animal. So therefore, you're paying for right before you, when, it, when it went down, when you slaughtered it. So therefore, it is really, it's not a kasha on, 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 on Rav. Rav says that by, uh, by, uh, Kefal or Dawid Vehei, that, uh, that when, when you, you slaughter it, you don't do it mamish at the time you stole it, you do it by Shasa Mora Bedin. Right? What Shasa Mora Bedin, we said, okay, that means right at the moment when you slaughtered, what it's worth when you slaughtered it. But here, if it's a prolonged demise of the animal because you weakened it, it just, the, the, uh, the, 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 the final, Act was the slaughtering, but it's considered like you slaughtered from the beginning. So the right when you start slaughtering is is when it was shmeina. That's what you have to pay. So the question that before shem, what it was shmeina, then you made it weak. Right. So, so right before you, right before you made it. Le- no, you're paying the more. You're paying more. You're paying the shas. That's right, and therefore you says you pay when you shas exelo. You pay right at the beginning when you pay for shmeina, because that's right before you started shechting is what you're paying it for in this case. So it is not a question on I could be shah. It is considered shasa maradim. Shasa maradim is right when you shechted it. So here it's considered right when you shechted it from when it started getting weaker. So that's what Rashi says. So the difficulty with Rashi and 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 how to answer is that chora that only takes cakes care of the case of the shechita. What about the kefal? So. Right, right, or or the other case of, of of the selling it, or you know, so so, Tosva suggests that what the Gemara means over here is that there's no question when I shech the animal, right? What do I do? I assess it. I don't assess it based on after I shechted it. What do I assess it? On before, meaning even when you when when you say that you do you you base it upon. 
uh, uh, the 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 shechita or 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 the, the when when it was shechted, you don't do it based. So therefore, what do you see? You it means that that you you, you just before the demise, before the demise is when you're doing the 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 uh, assessment. So therefore, that's what he says. That's what it means over here, where you are contributing to its demise. The moment before its demise, that's what we're calculating. So that's over here. The moment before its demise, it was still a Shemena, so therefore you do it. And that Rav will agree to as well. But the, 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 the bottom line, what basically what the Gemara is coming out of both of these things, when, when Rav says that for the Kefal and the Dalad Vehei, the Kefal and the Dalad Vehei, you don't, we say, with the, both these, uh, these, these Bryces said you do it at the time of the Gnei, that's where you, the Ghanav, contributed to the change. Where you directly contributed to the change, whether it is in terms of the, uh, the, the, the fattening it up, the appreciation, or the devaluation, either way, the Ghana has a claim, a, an argument, or we have an argument to Ghana, why we should do it from the, uh, the time, by the time of the Gneva, not by the time of the Hamada Badin. So when did Rav say then that it doesn't go, that Kefal and Dalvehe are calculated, based on his understanding of the Pesach, are calculated at the Shas Hamada Badin and not the Shas Gneva? It must be where the change is a fluctuation in the price of the animal, not something that you physically contributed to its its change. That's what let's read this inside and answer. So Kikama Rav Bayukra So Rav only made his statement, his ruling, where it either became more expensive or it became cheaper in a fluctuation of, of market price, not in terms of something you physically did. Your question. So the last statement. The market price of an animal, you know. We're going to go. We can explain. We're going to explain all the, what it means. Market price oh, in a moment. So Let's so just read it. All right. Before you all right. Go, back right. up. Um, the guy stole a, a fat animal. Okay, so it's he just doesn't feed it well, so it depreciates a lot. So we saying that the value of the capel and everything is based on the value of it when you immediately stole it. Yeah. And if you made it fatter, they still say that you base it on when it was, if it was a thin one when you stole it, yeah. it goes back to, okay. Yeah. Now, say the more like this. So the says, Ki That's what he was referring to. So hey, So let's discuss, what's the case, what's the scenario where it had a market fluctuation, it had a change, and Rob would say that for the purpose of Kefal and Dalva, hey, we don't assess based on when you stole it, we do it at the later point, the Shah Samarabadin. So Elaine, let's say the case is like this. So maybe you'll say it's the Mikara Shavya Zuzo. Originally it was worth one Zuz. Ulapsov Shavya Dalit Zuzi and at the end, the market changes, meat went up, they closed down Rabashkin, and now it is worth, an animal is worth four. Okay? So now, and you shechted it, and you stole it, and you sold it, alright? So now that's, it's that, so how do you calculate that? So you want to say, Keren Ke'en Shaganov, that the Keren is going to be, the calculation will be based on one. The Kefal and Dalad Vehei will be assessed based on its value of? Four. Four. Right? That's what we're going to come at. That's, perhaps that's what Rav was talking about. The problem, says the Gemara, Salema Pligidi Rav Adarab. The problem then, the Gemara asked, it would seem that Rav's ruling would be in conflict 
with Rabbah. Now, even though Rabbah is a later generation, but what I want to say, but it would come out that then we, we'd like, we want to reconcile, especially Rabbah got his Mesorah from Rav and Shmuel and through so through through you know through Rav Yosef and Rav with the Rabbeim of of, of Rabba. So we want to know is that going to come out now being a conflict? What did Rabba say? Because Rabba taught the following halacha. Again, a lot of Ion over here. There's a ketosis, there's nasiva. I mean, that this is spend. Uh, that's why we do meruba in 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 in, in, in yeshiva. To Amar Rabba, Hi man the gazel chavita de chamra. Someone stole a battle, battle, barrel of, of wine. Now, the key word here is gozal. Since it's gzela, we're not going to be dealing with a situation of kefal. The only focus over here is going to be on the keren. Keep that in mind. So, man de gozal chaviz de chamra michavre. Mikara shavya zuza. Initially, it was worth one zuz. Ulav saif, again, the market changed. Wine went up. And now it, this barrel of wine is worth four. The carbon and so shabia dalit. Dalit zuzi. Tavra oshasya. The person either broke the barrel or he drank the barrel. Meshalem dalit. He pays based on the later price is going to pay four. Now, that's where the question is going to come from right now, Lachora, is because you're, you're doing it, it's the Karen. And you're paying the Karen for on Shasam on Shasam not on and this is a case of Yukravazula, right? Everybody with me on this? Now what? It's bar mimela. If on the other hand the barrel broke on its own, Mishalem Zuza, you only pay one. So again, there's different ways in the Forshim to explain this. One way of understanding this in the Forshim is as follows is that where you actually did something physically, you either broke it or you drank it, it's considered to be like a, a additional act of theft. You're like removing it even more from the domain yeah. of the uh, of the original fellow. And therefore, we don't assess you based on the original theft, we assess you on this new act of theft. Whereas if it broke on its own... So then the only thing we're assessing you is on the original theft. There is no new theft. But it would still be a kasha on Rav. Because then the Chorah shechting the animal should also be viewed as a... As a... Uh, additional. An additional theft. And therefore the Karen, when it went, the animal went from one to being four, the Karen shouldn't be going on the Shah's Zela. It could be, should be on the Shah's Amorabedin. So the Kasha is on the Karen. The other way of learning with the Ktsos learns, that the Ktsos learns that you can't say that it's a, add an additional Gnei, because once it's left the person's Rishus, it's left his Rishus. You can't, it has to be the base Saish. It's no longer the base Saish. So he learns that the Chiv over here is Mazik. It's an additional Chiv, a Chiv of Mazik. But the Chorash, Tavach of Machar, then should also be a new act of Mazik. So why are you not being Machai of the person, Karen, Geshas, Amar Abedin, and not saying it, Kein Shagonov? So that's the Kasha. The Chorah, according to Rav, if Rav meant that the Pesach is teaching us that you go for Karen, Ke'en Shagonov, in a case of when it went from one to four, so then you're going to have a contradiction with the, the ruling of Rabba to the ruling of Rav. Sigmar says like this, no. That's also, we don't have to make a contradiction. The case where Rav 
was argue where Rav made his uh, ruling and would not necessarily argue with Rabba is in the following case. Kikama Rav, you're going to be Karashavya Dalid. Initially, the animal was worth four. It's for the four Zeus. And there was a depreciation, again, not physically induced by the thief, but it was a market change that made it go down to worth a Zuz. So, Keren Ke'en Shaganov, the Keren, that's the Torah telling you, Achila Keren Ke'en Shaganov in that particular case. And that would not con- contradict Rabba, because Rabba wasn't talking about what you do with a kefal adal. Rabba was talking about what do you do in the case of with a keren, and he was talking about a case where there was an appreciation. Here we talking about a situation where there's been a depreciation, and there was no new act of Geneva. So therefore, the bottom line is you go by, and even I'm sorry, even if there is a new act of Geneva, even if you consider the shechita a new act of Geneva, but that would not exonerate the person for the more severe Geneva, which happened when it was four. The only thing is that there is a leniency, which is based on the understanding of the Pesach, is that for Kefal and Dalad Vehei, the assessment is made on, on a later time, in Shasam Adin, either a moment before the Shechita, or a, whatever you, how you understand it, in the Roshonim, but it's not done on the Shasam Adin. But that was the case that the Pasuk is referring to. So again, at the end of this Ahmed, when Rav said, that the Karen has to be assessed on the time of when it was stolen, is referring to the unique situation of when you stole it, it was worth a higher value. Market value drove it down, the Karen Dafkis Kain Shaganov, the Dal of the Hay is Shasa Marvadin. Vita. Tani Rabbi Khanina Lisuela Rav. Rabbi Khanina brought a Brysa that he wanted to assist Rav. He brought a Brysa to assist the ruling of Rav, to support Rav's ruling. What's the case? So now let me just give you the background. We touched on this yesterday as well. If a person steals a person is involved in any financial transaction where he has the money that belongs to someone else and he is challenged by the owner of the money and he denies it and not only that he compounds it with an oath so the halacha is that if he admits there is a special atonement that is given by the Torah number one you have to return the principle there's not even a shadow the principle is returned Additionally, as part of the atonement, as part of the kapora, you have to pay a chomish, a fifth. The fifth is a little misleading. It's a quarter. Because when you add the quarter to the principle, it becomes a fifth. Right? That, that clear what that means? Meaning if you have $100, a fifth of $100 usually means $25. Uh, $20. A quarter of, a, of $100 is 25 When you add the 25 to the principal you're paying back, now it's 125 It comes out that when you add the additional amount that you added, 25 of 125 is a fifth. So when the Torah talks about a fifth, it talks about a fifth compounded once you've added it to the principle. That's going to be important information to know. Now, so now what happens in a case where a person was a shomer, okay, and he's towing Tainas Ganev. He claims that somebody else stole it and he swore, he swore to support his claim. Now, so now if Adim will show up 
and say, we just saw that you have it in your backyard. So then, in that case, he's given the same status of a Ghanav, like he claimed, and he swore on it as well. For turn time, it's Ghanav, you need that. So he's going to have to pay the Karen, plus he has to pay the Kefal. If Adam did not show up, and he went to Basin, and he said, listen, Yom Kippur's coming, I don't want this on my husband, Yom Kippur's hot for everything except for Gneva, I, I want to... So therefore, in such a case, he's going to have to pay the Karen, plus the Chomish, plus an Asham, he has to bring an Asham, uh, a, a, a certain type of Korban, a guilt offering. Now, what happens, says the Brisa, if Adam did come, which is going to be Machayv and Kefal, and on top of it, he also said, okay, I admit. You don't have to always admit if Adam show up, right? A lot of people, every criminal in jail is innocent, right? So this guy says, no, I admit, I did something wrong. The question is, do we say, in addition to paying the kefal, there still is also, so aside from the, the punitive aspect, but there is a kapora aspect. What about the chomesh and the asham that he wants to bring after the Adim were Mechaev and the Kefal, but now he is himself admitting as well. Even though the Adim came first, but he wants to admit, is there going to be? So there's going to be three opinions as to, uh, as to what the Psak in that particular case is going to be. So let's see it inside. Balabais, and the Balabais over here is a little misleading. It's referring to the Shomer. Just since the Torah refers it as a Balabais, but it's really referring to the Shomer. Balabais, Shetan, Tainas, Ganeth. Obviously, the, the Balabais is not turning to Tanakan. That I means the one who took over for the Balabais, which is the Shomer who made the claim of Tanakan's Ghana that had been stolen from him, Bepikodon, with an object that he was supposed to be supervising. Benishba, and he swore. Vahodar, and then he admitted. Uvo Adim, and then Adim show up. Imachalobo Adim, if prior to the Adim showing up, Hoda, he snuck in his admission. So then, Meshalem Keren V'chomesh V'asham, he'll be able to pay the principal, the fifth, and bring the Korban, and he will not have to pay the Kefal, because since he admitted first, before the Adim showed up, that will knock off the Chiv of Kefal. But, if the Adim first arrived, and then Hoda, and only then he admitted. So Meshalem Tashlumay Kefal. Kefal he has to pay. Why? Because the Adam came first. The Asham, and, uh, and he's also going to have to bring. Uh, he, he can, he, he has the opportunity now to bring the Korban Asham because he admitted, even though it's <laughs> afterwards. The, now, the only leniency is. The Chomesh, we'll see, in certain cases can be considered within the amount of the Kefal. Means they're going to, as Rashi explains, is based on the Gemara on the Ahmed base, that there are going to be circumstances where you don't have to pay the Kefal and in addition Chomesh. What is that going to be dependent on the way Rashi explains it? It's when it comes out to be the same amount. If the kefal and the chomish is of equal amount, so then it looks like he's paying the chomish. Because even though he's paying the kefal, but since it's the same amount as what it would have been calculated for the chomish, we can say that it's counted as both. It's considered, considered as both. But let's say the, the kefal would have been more 
than what the Chomish is, then it comes out the Chomish is only a part of what the Kefal. When you pay the Kefal, it is not indicative in any way of you paying the Chomish. Then you would have to pay the Chomish plus the Kefal. So according to this opinion, according to Rabbi Chanino, about Rabbi Chanino, according to, uh, who was it? Rabbi Yaakov. According to Rabbi Yaakov, is that you, if there is a, an ability, even after Adam have nailed you, and you're gonna have to pay the Kefal, you still have the opportunity of Kapora bringing a, uh, a, an Asham Korban plus bringing the Kefal, just as Rashi says, that there are circumstances where you're not going to have to to pay the Chomish and the Kefal, it's all over, uh, if it's all of the that it's the same amount. And how does the Chomish come out being the same amount of the Kefal? We'll have to see. But then you will, it'll offset and you won't have to pay both. Keep that in mind. We're going to get back to it. Now, the Chachamim disagree. There's going to be two other opinions. Let me just say them outside so we'll have them clear. The Chachamim disagree. The Chachamim say, based on their reading of the Posuk, is once you pay the kefal, once you pay the kefal, you never pay a chomish. Two financial payments are not made. If you pay penalty, if you're paying the kefal, there's no need. You don't pay the chomish. But an asham, you still could bring an asham. And the third opinion is going to which is of Shimon Yechai. He holds that not only his understanding of Sukkim not only when you pay the kefal do you not pay a chomesh, but once you've paid the kefal, there's no opportunity even for the carbon as well. So not only is it chomesh. So basically, the three opinions, according to the first opinion, which is Rabbi Yaakov, if you pay the kefal, you could still fulfill asham and chomesh. According to Racham, if you pay the kefal, there's never a chomish, there still will be an asham. And according to Yeshim and Yechai, if you pay the kefal, there's no chomish no or asham. Let's read it inside. <coughs> so it says the Gemara like this. So it says the Gemara, Chachamim Aimrim Bereishai. The Pasuk says, the, the Pasuk is quoting the Pasuk. It says that you have to pay. Barosho is the principal. Vachamishiso, and you have to add the fifth. So when do you add the fifth? Only if you're paying Barosho, you're paying the principal. But if you're not paying principal because you're already obligated to pay Kefal, then you don't pay the fifth. Mamanamishtalim Barosh. Only if it's the moment that has to be paid, Barosh. Barosh means it's the, uh, with a principle, that's most of what? I mean, Kefal who's care? If you pay the Kefal, you don't pay the Chomish. So therefore, so Maman Mishtalim Barosh, if it's only the principle, if it's only the ro- the Karen, then you Mosif Chomish. That's when you have to add, that's when you add the Chomish. But Maman Sh'ein Mishtalim Barosh, but if you're paying money that's not only the principle, why is it not only the principle? Because you've already been obligated to pay the Kefal, so ain't Mosif Chomish, then you don't have to pay the Chomish. And it's based on the reading of the Psukim. Because the Pesach says, it says, Vashilem Oso Barosho. It says, Vashilem Oso Barosho, which is the Karen, Vachamishiso. So when it's Barosho, then it's Vachamishiso. But if you're not paying, you're paying more than Barosho, then you don't pay the Chamishiso. That's their understanding of the Pesach. That's according to Rachamim. Rab Shimon ben Yechai Omer, he says, Ein Chomish V'Osham Mishtalim V'Mokham Shiesh Kefal. one second. If you pay Kefal, then you never pay not the Chomish, nor the Osham. 
Okay, this is the Brysa. Now remember, why did Rabbi Hanina bring this Brysa? Because Rabbi Hanina brought this Brysa to show a support for the ruling of Rav. That if you have something that was worth, uh, that was worth, what was the, uh, the final re- uh, understanding of Rav? Is that it was, was worth, the, 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 the animal was worth four. And it depreciated to be one for the, ke- for the careful purposes you're gonna pay one, one additional zoos. But the current purpose is you're gonna pay four. So it means a person stole an animal and it went from, uh, and went from four to one, depreciated, they pay a total, you'll pay five. Four for the Karen and one for the Kefal. Says Rabbi Hanina, this Bryce supports Rav. How does this Bryce support Rav? So I'm gonna say it outside just so you have the math. Because the Bryce says that according to Rabbi Yaakov, there's a possibility that you won't have to pay the Chomish. When don't you have to pay the Chomish? When the Kefal comes out being the exact amount to the Chomish. Now let's understand what... To the Chomish. When the Kefal portion equals the, the, the Chomish. If the Kefal equals the Chomish, then it knocks off, it's a wash. He says, how does that happen? If the, if the case was talking about, let's say the case was the guy gave you a barrel of wine to watch that was worth four. And you stole it, alright? And you stole it, and it's still worth four. The numbers won't add up in there. Because the bottom line is the carrot will be four, that's fine. The careful in that case will also be four. The chomish in that case will only be, the additional kefal will be four. The case, we're focusing just on the kefal separately, we're not focusing on the The kefal will be four, and the chomish would be one, which is, twenty, which is 25%, right? So one is not equal to four. The only way the number works out, says Rabbi Hanina, is if you're dealing with a barrel of wine that was originally worth four, then it depreciated and was worth one. Calculating the kefal, you, if it goes to shas hamadabedin, would be one. Calculating a chomish, a chomish is twenty-five percent of the principal, would also come up being one. That's the calculation. The keren is kein shaganov, and the chomish is shas hamadabedin. That's the only way it works. So you see a raya that that's how it's done from the brisa supporting rab. That's what we're about to read inside. Let's see it inside. So Mara says like this. So says the Gemara that Ktani uh, Mihat we learned in this Brisa nevertheless that Chomsha Olulah Bekfeilu the Chomsha equals to the Kefal let's divide Rabbi Yaakov now Hechi Dami how does that work if it was four when it was stolen it is four when the Ganav was nabbed okay now. Again, we're talking about that the barrel of wine doesn't exist because otherwise you just get back the barrel of wine. Now, what happened was, so, Chomsha Ola Bekfeilo, is that going to be a case where the fifth comes out to be the Kefal? Kefala comes out in that case, is going to be sure, it's only four is, our, is, is four, and the Chomsha comes out being Zuzo, so it doesn't equal up. So Ella must be, well, Ella it's not to me, Kara Shavia Arba, it was a case the barrel of wine was initially one, it was four. And then the depreciator became one. The kfeila, the kefal, if you go kishasa modabedin, will be zuzo. And the chamsha, which is a quarter of the keren, which will also be zuzo. This price supports Rav's contention. I'm a rover. Rover says, now listen, I can get out of it. And it's a nice, nice swagger, but it's not, uh, it's not just uh, indisputable. It could be disproved. Why? Because Rava says like this, 
Case is the barrel of wine was four. And the barrel of wine at the time of the market price it is four as well. So the chayra, the question was going to be, is that the kefal is going to be either way you cut it. It's going to be four. Shazamoradin or Shazamoradin is four. The, 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 the chomish in that case is only one. How does it match up? So says Rava, we're going to see that the Izahalocha, that you can have multiple chomishes on one theft. If I come to the person and I say to you, give me my item. He says, I swear I never, th- I never st- stole it. Come back to you a day later. Give me my item. Uh, I'm giving you a chance to recant. I still swear I never stole it. And that happens multiple times. And then the Ganovim come, I mean, the, the, the Adam come and show that he's a Ganov on each time that he swore he's Mechayev to bring another Chomish. He has to bring another Chomish. Says, so what's that? Only if he admits. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Not where, not where, not where Adam showed up. Where, where Adam showed up, then you'll take, where, where he admitted. We admitted at the end, after five days, after four times, each time he's going to have to pay another Chomish. Says Rava, that could be the case over here. It could be the case was that there were four Shavuas. And the four times he denied, and therefore it's true, each time it's a Chomish is... One, the Chiddush is that since total amount that you have to pay is four, the Kefal still only has to pay once, which is four, that's when the Chomish equals, and, but you have no Raya, therefore, that Karen Kanchiganov, uh, uh, Kefal and, uh, you cannot necessarily bring a Raya from this case. That's what Rob is going to argue. He has to swear each time the guy. He doesn't have to, but if he chose to. He chose to. He didn't have to, but he chose to. If he chose to, then he's penalized for each one of those. Correct. says like this. Bahash, the Mora says like this. So Mora says, no. Mikoro Shavya Arba Bahatanami Arba, says Rova. Arba Nami Shavya. Bahatanami Shavya Arba. But the Kakasha, and you had your question, is that Kfeila Dalin, the Kfeil only comes out to be four. The Chumshe is Zuza, is one. So Hachav and Maya Skin, we're dealing with Hachav and Skin, is Kagoyan the Nishba, the Chazav and Nishba, Arba Pa'amin. We're talking about that the person swore, he didn't have to, but he chose to swore four, swore four times before he recanted. Behold, and then he recanted. So Torah Amra, the Torah, when it talks about the fifth, talks about in plural. The Chamishi Sov. There's a yud between the Sov and the Vav. And therefore, it makes it plural, which implies that Torah ribs are Chamishios Harbor. That you can have multiple Chamishios, even though the Karen Achas, it's only dealing with one principle. You can have multiple. So that's the case. So it could have, it could have before, and they have no riot. Amar Mar. Let's go now to the second and third sheet that we had over here. The Chachamim and the Rashim and Yochai. Chachamim said that you, uh, that you never pay a Chomesh when it's not only a Karen, but when you have a Kefal, you don't pay a Chomesh, but you do have the Korban Asham, and according to Rashim and Yochai, once you pay the Kefal, then there cannot be a subsequent Chomesh or an Asham. Then it's mamon. When you have rosh, when you have principle, then you can have the chamisha. Then you have mamon. It's mamon mishdalim berosh. When you have the principle, most of chamisha, you add the fifth. But if you're not paying the exact principle, you're paying more than that. You're paying a kefal as well. And most of chamisha, and that you don't pay a chamisha. About Asham, but what about the carbon Asham according to Rachamim? My see, that you do have to bring. So says the Gemara, why is there a distinction between the Chomish and the Asham according to the Chachamim? Why is it that they learn from the pasuk you don't pay the chomesh when there is more than the than the principal? 
Because the Pesach says that it ties the two words together. Barosha, the principle is tied to the fifth. From there we learn that Barosha, the Yibbeh Hamishiza. But the next part of the Pesach talks about the Karban Asham. And it says, Asham Nami Lo Mishtalim. The Chorah, you shouldn't have to pay the Asham under that so bring the Asham under that circle, right? Tib Barosha Vechamishiza, the Es Ashamo. There's, and the next words are the S Ashamo. So the same way you're tying the Chomish to the principle, to the word Barosho, the Korban Asham should be done. That's exactly what Rabshim and Yechai does. That when you have Barosho, then you have Chamishiso, the S Ashamo. But if it's more than Barosho, it's more than the principle, then you don't have, not only don't you have the Chomish, but you don't have the Asham too. So how come the Chachomim don't make that same connection? So Amri Lach Rabbonon S Paske Kro is that the word S, because it says Rosho, the Chamisho, the S, Ashomo. Since the word S separates, so therefore it's not connected to the word Barosho. So you can have the Ashomo in this independent, it's independent, not interdependent, it's independent of the, of the principle. It doesn't have to have, be tied to the principle, even when there's a kafel, you can still have ashama according to Rachamim, because the S separates it. So for Rab Shimon and Yochai, he says, it doesn't just say S, it says the S, that the Vav reconnects it. So therefore, the S, Arve Kro, the Vav reconnects it. So the says the obvious thing, according to Rachamim. One second. If the S separates and the Vav reconnects, right? Right, that's the point. Then don't write the whole word. Don't write the S altogether. Don't write something that separates and then you have to reconnect. Don't, don't separate what you need. The fact the Torah wrote the word S shows you that it's separate. That's what the Chachamim holds. But Rabbanan Armilach, lo lichtov rachman loy Vav. Don't write the reconnection with the Vav. Below S and don't write the S. Exactly how you would word it, you have to see. But the point is, don't write either term and then we'd have connected it. The fact that you wrote the word S shows it must be a disconnect. Rab Shimon ben Yochai Omer, Rab Shimon Yochai Omer Loch, He'll say, no, you have to actually separate it and reconnect it. Because you have to look at it this way. The actual Chomesh is being paid to who? The owner. The Osham is a payment to who? We don't want to keep those two payments together. We have to show a distinction. One goes to, it's in, conceptually, we don't want to show it's like the same type of thing. One you're dealing with, like, that's why it's separated with putting the S, but it wants to tell you it has the same halacha, that's why it reconnects it with the Vob. That's how Rabshim and Yechai understands it. Rabshim and Yechai, I'm S, Loi Sagi Delokosov, It wouldn't be enough just to leave it out. Because we have to make Lavsuke, we have to make the distinction between Mom and Gavola, Mom and Hedger, between Mom and Spang to a human being and Mom and Spang to Shemayim. But now you've separated, it seems it would have a different halacha concerning the principle. That's why, Yelkachosavov, Arve Kro, that's why the puzzle got to come back and reconnect it. Okay, now we're starting a new sugya that is going to go back a little bit on the past sugya, we'll have to keep referencing it. But comes along this Gemara. It's a very, very difficult piece of Gemara in the way Rashi understands it, just conceptually, and we have to see, we'll see how, how, how well we can get through it. Amurabi Law, famous Gemara, Amurabi Law, gone of Tle. If you sold a Tle, Tle is a young sheep, a lamb. The Nasa Ayo, and it became a ram, I think at 13 months. That's when it goes through its uh, puberty. That's when it goes through, and it develops from becoming a tled to becoming, uh, from a tled to becoming mature Ayo. Yes, a lamb. A lamb becomes a ram, okay. right? A, a male ram. And a female is called a U, E W E. Alright. The Eagle, okay? Eagle. The Nasa Shor. 
a calf became a, a shor. A shor is a, uh, an ox. So you have a calf that became an ox. So you stole. You stole the baby, and now it's matured. Says Rabbi Law, fascinating thing. Nasa shinui biyodo. It's considered like a shinui. The same way as when, if I would take a piece of wood, and I cut it up, and I make it into a, a bookshelf, right? It, now there's a certain kenyan. This now becomes mine on a certain level. So too, the change, even though it's a natural change, not something that I physically did myself, this change, in some level, makes it considered mine. Concerning what halacha, that he says, you've acquired it, and now you shech this animal, when it's an ayel, or when it is a shor, uh, as if you shechted your own item, and therefore you will not be chayev, dalet vehe. Interesting halach is paskini. Now Rashi, makes this very much uh, 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 confuses very much because if it's straight up you could just say it's taking a piece of wood you made it into a um, and the bottom line is that you uh, it's yours now but Raji learns it's not actually yours for certain halachas, I mean, if the, guy, if the guy shows up, you can't say, now it's mine, I don't have to give it back to you. You still have to give it back to him. Just is a certain aspect of it becoming yours. It's enough yours just to exempt you from the case of the hay. And Rashi makes even an, as another wrinkle. If you look at the Rashi, Rashi says, the shinui laha milsa, only for this matter is it considered a shinui. Dim tavachumachar, shalot tavach shalomachar, upotamidalad vehe. Aval keren ve kefal. However, concerning the keren and concerning the kefal, if you went and you shechted this animal, okay, so therefore, it's as if now you've now created a new act of theft. And since it's considered to be a, like a new act of theft, the calculation of the Karen is going to be valued not in having stolen the baby, but you're going to have to pay the Karen on having, like, this goes to that halacha we had before, that if you, where you, where you like, do an, an additional act, you're paying, you're going to have to pay now based on its now. He says, Karen Karen The Karen you for sure have to pay. Based on what it is right now, the kefal ke ain't shaganav okeshasamodabedin. A little difficult to understand what he means, but the kefal you have to pay either what it is at a time you stole it, or keshasamodabedin, or what it is right now. And way the main portion, I'm going to explain this based on later on the Gemara. What he mean? What they we saying is like this: if you pay in cash. If you're going to be paying in cash, then you pay for this, like this new act of theft, and you're going to have to be able to pay for, you pay cash. If you pay in animals, then you only have to pay based on the animal that was originally stolen. This is going to be dealt with uh, a little tomorrow. But this is what Rashi, Rashi brings in over here. So therefore, it's not such a clear-cut thing. It means there is this wrinkle that because it matured, it's not the same exact thing that you stole, the Gabi Dalad your Potter, But not that it's completely yours, because Rashi says that for the Karen... You're gonna pay, you're gonna pay, you're gonna pay, it's like the new, the new Gnev, you're gonna pay like it's now, and not Lagabe what it was when you first stole it. Just, I wanna point that out. Now, let's go on. Let's, let's just go on here. 
So Eisivei Rabbi Chanina Rabbi Loin. So Rabbi Chanina asked the following Brisa as a question, Rabbi Loin. The Brisa seems to say not like him. It says Ganav Tlev Anasa Ayil Egel Anasa Shor. Right, our case, that's Rabbi Loin's Rabbi case, Meshalem Tashlum Ekev Tashlum Arba Chamisha Kein Sheganav. It says you do pay it. You pay it, ain't you gonna, but you do pay it. Bottom line is, this Brisa clearly says there is a payment of Dalad Vehei, even though it matured. It matured. So, Isal Gedaitech Kanya Vishinu, and if you, Rabbi Loy, hold that you should have acquired this with some type of the Shinui, so then Amay Meshalim, it should be Shalot Tavel Shalohu Mocher. So, Amar Legs, Rabbi Loy says, when, this Brisa altogether is difficult. How do you understand? Even according to you. According to you that we don't consider the natural change as actually a change that allows you to acquire, but how do you understand why you're paying? Why should he be paying when, when you pay for it? Why should he be paying if it's not considered to be a change? And this is all considered to be belonging to the original owner, that when you pay, you should be paying on what it's worth now, not what it's paid originally. So therefore, Mimon of Shachlis Brisa doesn't make sense. You're right, you're asking Kashmir, there should be no dollar of But according to you, that it's not considered change, then why do you have a right just to pay back what it originally was? This is not considered change. This should be belonging to the original owner. You should be paid back what it's worth now, not what it's originally. So therefore, Ella, so what it says, it says, therefore, Amalev, Ella, Mai, Shin, Eloi, Kani, so Mai, Mishalom, Kain, Shaganav, why do you pay Kain, Shaganav, Lashalom, Kiyahashta, you should have to pay based on what it's worth right now. So Amalev, Kiyahashta, Hainatayim, Eloi, Mishalom, he says, no, the reason why the Ganav does not have to pay on the bull, or on the, on, 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 on the ox, or on the, on the ram, because what it's worth right now, because he can say, the Ganav can say to the owner, what, did I steal an ox from you? Did I steal a ram from you? I stole a baby, why should I have to pay for a big one? So now, someone's saying like, so, he's saying, on the one hand, it's not considered a shinui. On the other hand, I can tell you that that's not what I stole. So Amalei, so Rabbi, Rabbi Loi said to Rabbi Chanina, Rachmanel etzlan mehaidaita. Hashem should protect us from that type of thinking. So Amalei, so he responded back to him, other Rab, on the contrary, Rachmanel etzlan mehaidaita from your thinking. Okay, we will continue with this tomorrow, gentlemen.